Hello and welcome to Tavern Chat, the uh, the daily cast. Whether you're on YouTube, whether you're on the podcast side, you get a daily episode of your favorite neighborhood bartender in the USR. Town car. Yay. So we got some voicemails today. And uh, we have a follow-up from Glenn Halstrom, old man Grognard, uh, when it comes to game master or referee. So I think we will listen to Glenn. Oh, and I have to make an adjustment on my microphone so it picks it up properly. Hey, Eric, old man Grognard here. Heard your podcast, heard your episode on are you a game master or a judge? Well, let me tell you, as far as I'm con- as far as I'm concerned with me, I'm sounding more like Mike Emmertrout every day. It has to do with me. I call myself a narrator. You know what? And now this is an interesting take on it. Because if you are a narrator, and I'm Glenn and Trevor will go into some more detail. But I would see a narrator as something that's very neutral in their position. They are there to uh, set the scenery, so to speak, but allow the players to drive the action. Because if you read any books, aside from the first-person singular books, the first-person narration, if you're doing a third-person narration, you just tell them what the characters are going through. They're making the decisions. Exactly. So you're you're teeing the ball up. They're whacking at the ball. And there's a lot to be said for that. And, yes, you're, you're... a the guy who set up the world and everything like that but when you go to the table boom you're the narrator you just you know do the dice and and other things like that i will be right back with part two of this so you're the narrative voice you dare i say it you are the box text but hopefully you don't tell me box text okay as i was saying I, as far as fudging dice and all that other stuff, I'm not going to get into it. But anyway, I just want to let you know that's how I, that's how I view my role. And Glenn, I would not, I would never ask any GM to outwardly admit whether or not they fudge dice. That's, uh, you know, it's one of those uh, less said, the better. It's an open secret that it happens, but I don't think a lot of people like to discuss it. So, if you want to call me game master, it's fine. I always say game master, but I think of myself as a narrator because I'm narrating what their decisions are going, what's going to happen, what's what's happening in the world, and how the world reacts to their decisions and things like that. So, which is which is fair enough. I mean, and again, I think that referee and judge on the one side, game master on the other, narrator in the middle. These are just um, it's almost like alignments in, in AD&D, or maybe even more like alignments in, in early basic. Maybe it's the, the, the five axes alignment 
that there's a little bit of an overlap or where you are on the spectrum. And some people bear, they're very much on a referee side. And others are very much on the game as a side. Some people are more in the middle of that narrative. I would, say, I would see narrators more in the middle, but maybe it isn't quite those axes. But, uh, yeah, it's again, it's an interesting thing to think about because it requires you as somebody who facilitates a game session, should we call it facilitator, um, who facilitates a game session, it makes you think about how you approach the sessions, how you approach the game. Oh, there you go, my friend. And uh, keep up the good work, of course. And uh, bye-bye. Well, thank you, Glenn. And uh, folks, Glenn and I, every other Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, we do uh, Dungeons, Dragons, and Discourse. So you can hear more. Glenn, and Glenn does a, a, a mostly daily uh, podcast. So Randy Nichols from The Biggest Geek has uh, called in, and he gave some feedback on my episode about COGS. Hey, Eric, this is Joe over at Biggest Geekers. Ah, of course it was Joe. I was like, it's Randy. No, it's it's Joe. The, they're the two that uh, do Biggest Geekers together. Randy's usually the one that leaves the messages, which has been. So, Joe, you threw me a curveball. Smack, smack me in the head. And uh, I just got through listening to your, um, I guess it was Sunday episode, uh, with regard to Cogs in the Machine. Yes, and I've gotten a lot of feedback on the cogs in the machine and some uh, feedback uh, from Sunday's post from uh, Christopher Sagill. Uh Most of it saying spot on, some of it saying, no, you misrepresented the issues. I don't think that we have, mis and this is not really following up on what Joe's maybe saying, I think, but uh, I, I think... Uh, the creator in question was very hurt and upset that their work was not taken whole cloth or that the final results were not their their work, maybe based upon revisions, but they were upset that somebody went in and, and butchered it. And uh, a lot of... Every publisher I've spoken to on this, and I've spoken to a number... And I'm not going to name uh, publishers' names except for well, one publisher who actually uh, has a YouTube video out on this and, and uh, mentioned me and my, my coverage on it, and that's uh, Lewis Porter Jr. And basically, if you are freelancing, don't expect to be treated as anything other than a freelancer. They've got what they need, and they've got an, a, a vision of what they need, and it might not match up to your vision, but they'll take what they can from, if it's salvageable, they'll be happy to uh, chop out what they don't need and keep what they do need. It, it's it's simply uh, part of the process. And I would consider myself lucky. I've only dealt with one publisher when it comes to stuff, and that was a sort of what you like. That was Frog Guy Games. And I was given a mission of you have four pages to fit Swords and Wizardry into four pages, and that's your mission, and make it fit. And I did. 
and there were some minor changes that were done in consultation with James Bond, kind of like as a consulting freelancer, editor, suggester, and James is like my brother, so that was awesome. And uh, feedback from Zach Glazer and uh, Matt Finch. But uh, I was blessed that I was working with a company that I knew and knew me, and I wasn't creating something whole cloth. I was more taking existing rules and jettisoning stuff. So it, it, it's hard to to ruin a vision like that if you're keeping to the core. Again, the, the changes that were made beyond what I had submitted as my final uh, work made it better. I had no problem with the changes that were made. And uh, layout and presentation was all Zach Laser. So, I mean, that's, again, I, I consider myself highly blessed for that to be the work that I, I did for uh, a fairly major publisher within our corner of the universe and corner of the OSR. Um, I'm very happy with the final results and my experiences. But I will be the first to admit that my situation was different than many others. Okay? And I think that you have to go into it with a certain view. I've spoken to a lot of freelancers, a lot of freelancers, and they all agree that what they submit, they don't expect to be taken whole cloth, and they don't get uh, upset or insulted if what comes back barely looks like what they submitted, which has happened to many of them. That's, you know, part of what you're, you're, as a freelancer, let's be honest, right? You're freelancing, generally speaking, not just for name recognition. Some people do it for that. But if you are, if you're in the industry and you're trying to make uh, money out of this, you're trying to make a profit out of this, you're trying to make this like your second income, or in some cases, your primary income, you got to have thick skin. You do. And if you don't have thick skin, you're not going to be doing it very long. And uh, don't I know it? Been cogging many machines. Anyway, it kind of is getting me uh, motivated to uh, start really working on my own thing instead of worrying about uh, this game company doing one thing or this other game company doing something else. Exactly. When you work on your own IP, when you're working on your own project, you listen, it's a lot of work, okay? Even if you have a team of volunteers or friends around you, it's a lot of fucking work. It's easily uh, something that can be distracted from. I'm talking about Torchlight uh, Issue 1. A lot of distractions from that. That, hopefully, uh, early May. New target date. A huge shout out to Jeff Jones. Uh, more folks than I am, I guess. Or I just had so much stuff going on earlier this year. But uh, not an excuse, just an explanation. But if you're working for yourself, or working, if you're the, if you're controlling the direction, you are not having to fulfill somebody else's demands and wishes. 
And a lot of times you can't even know exactly what somebody else wants from you because maybe they don't know what they want from you until you submit it and they go, oh, this is exactly what I don't want. Or this is what I want as long as I cut out X, Y, and Z and add A, B, and D. So I'll just do my own stuff. Uh, and uh, maybe people will like it, maybe they won't. We'll see. But uh, thanks for the motivation. And you keep on keeping on. Talk to you later. Joe, thank you. I do appreciate the feedback. And I apologize for uh, assuming that you were your partner in arms or crime. Uh, but yeah, that is a huge motivator to me. I mean, hey, like I said, getting published by Frog Guy Games was huge. Huge. Uh, that being said, I certainly prefer the idea of this stuff that I work on, whatever practical that I'm putting stuff. I put content, gaming content posts up on the blog. I control it, right? So, you know, if I get feedback, that's fine. But nobody's going to tell me, no, uh, rewrite that because I, uh, that's not what I, that's not the vision I had. It's, you know what? It wasn't your fucking vision. It was my vision. So there's, there's a lot of satisfaction to that. I'd like to thank Glenn. I'd like to thank Joe. Um, again, Biggest Geekus. It's a very good podcast. Uh, they talk some good gaming stuff. They have some interesting views on the OSR. Not necessarily uh, OSR uh, gamers, but certainly influenced by old school gaming. It's a good, good perspective to look at. Uh, folks, tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern, myself, Bad Mike Battleato. We are going to be doing our weekly talking crit, talking crit about uh, events in the gaming industry over the last week and other updates and other stuff. Uh, maybe a special guest, maybe not. Um, usually special guests are geared around uh, new projects and uh, new Kickstarters and, and, and the like, so I don't know if we have anybody lined up. I am not much of the scheduler for that stuff, I will admit. But uh, I, I appreciate everybody. Folks, please, um, I can't stress this enough. If you enjoy this, if you enjoy this daily, daily drivel, um, subscribe. Subscribe on at youtube.com backward slash Eric Tenkar. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Add a comment. It all helps. Uh, really, I... I do this because I enjoy doing it. Uh, my various co-hosts, Mike, Glenn, Joe, we all do this because we enjoy sharing with you. When we do the live streams, there is nothing more fulfilling than having live feedback from the rest of you all. Saturday night, we had great live feedback from uh, the audience, Rach and I, for the Gamers Health uh, episode we were doing. So I really, I can't thank everybody enough. Folks, on that note, we are still in the midst of the world of COVID. I am not going to tell you what to do. I'm not going to say, get the shot. Don't get the shot. I got the shot. I got my two shots. Uh, today makes three weeks. Holy crap. Three weeks since my second shot. So I am, uh, I am, I am fully vaccinated. But uh, you know your own situation. You know the precautions that you need to take. I'm not here to, to preach to you. All I'm going to say is use your common sense to keep yourself, your loved ones, your family, your friends healthy and safe. 
Um, hopefully, better times are coming, right? North Texas RPG Con, first week of June. Rich and I will be there. Two thumbs up. Missed it last year. So I'm hoping 2021 is a much better year. And uh, what else? Be safe, be well. God bless. Roll those dice. And uh, wait, I can't do that with a. Here we go. Knock on wood. Uh, I'll be back with you all again tomorrow with Bad Mike, 8 p.m. Eastern. All right, folks. Thank you much. Mm -hmm.